0: Hi guys, hope you're all well. Um, welcome to the Fair Fitness Podcast episode 14, I think. I'm not gonna lie, I got it wrong on the last one, so we're just gonna roll with it. Um, could be 14, could be 15, could be 13. I'm not sure. Um, should really record them in order, but I don't. Uh, today, I'm joined by um, Lee, um, who is Lee Christina Fit on Instagram, who is a fellow coach who works solely with females. Um, sort of her demographic is helping people gain confidence and sort of ditching fad diets and today we are actually only talking about fad diets and how to recognize them how to um, avoid them and why they aren't the best okay so hope you enjoy it give me a sure shout if you um if you've got any questions like comment share etc and i'll see you on the other side oh hello how are you
1: yeah, good. Thanks for you.
0: I can't complain. Um, it's Saturday. There is um, okay. it's the end of the week. Get time off, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Even though it's a bit
0: miserable, but
1: can't have everything. Not...
0: <laughs> this is te- this is technically my last Saturday that I actually have off. So okay,
1: Saturday. okay. What are you doing? Um, uh, Saturday cricket
0: starts, cricket starts next week.
1: Okay, which is, cool.
0: Which is basically my summer, my life.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, that'll be good. Um, so
0: eight, eight hours on a Saturday.
1: Well, yeah, cricket's long. <laughs> I was, yeah, thinking...
0: it's really boring as well. Like, it yeah. really is.
1: <laughs> but then, you, you, people who play cricket always seem to like drink after or be drinking beer at the side. Is that right? No, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's like a massive drinking culture. It's, yeah, it's really odd because. You'll spend eight eight hours pretty much just here in the spot and then be like, oh, yeah, let's drink.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so more the social side, but... Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Nobody but... actually enjoys it because it's such a random spot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they play cricket outside my gym because um, oh, my yeah? gym is at a sports grand. So I always see it, but never really kind of thought to try it myself. But I'm not a big drinker, so I feel like that wouldn't be for me. But yeah you don't have
0: to drink that is that's just <laughs> not.
1: okay fair enough
0: I have to be able to hit a ball and catch yeah. be fine.
1: okay <laughs> so when you're not playing cricket or drinking what do you do
0: um pretty much all i do is work so i've got um i've got my own studio which i am starting to look at getting rid of okay Um, that might come as a shock to some of my listeners but...
1: what's the reason for getting rid of it
0: um, one, because I now live further away from it. And even though the commute in the mornings is only like 12 minutes longer than it was.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: My attention span doesn't last 12 minutes anyway. So, and no. then <laughs> the sort of my whole idea is that I want to be able to be, be able to be more affordable to people. Mm-hmm. So Sort of lends itself to not having a one-to-one personal trainer yep. and going more onto the online side of stuff yeah I know you're you're very similar right yeah
1: yeah like I'm I don't really have any plans to give up my gym because I own a female only gym Um, I don't really have any plans to give it up but I definitely am trying to build the online side of things Um, because like you say it's just more affordable for people people get better value for money I feel like because you know you can cover all bases like nutrition lifestyle not just that one hour Um, so you probably feel the same about that I'm guessing
0: yeah, you almost feel like if you just spent 20 minutes at a whiteboard teaching someone something that you're kind of wasting, not wasting the time, but you're sort of the pain of this hour to train. And it's like, yeah. I can do that, that nutrition somewhere else kind of thing. Yeah. It's a re- I find it's a, very hard, it's a very hard balancing act of where to put value when it's one-to-one, when you know the person wants to come in to have the training session and you're like, they'll come in and it's their hour. Yeah. And they're One hour away from the kids, away from the husband, away from the wife, away from everything. So, just come train, lift weights, and talk shit to you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's
0: like, all right, well, I'd like if I was going in just to lift weights, I'd be like, well, I don't want to spend 20 minutes listening to you talking about fucking greeting.
1: Yeah, it depends what people want, I guess,
0: but <laughs> I find it's very hard to sort of find that balance between the two.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, who's your like target? demographic I guess like who are the main people that you help?
0: So <clears throat> I help people that have been that have either struggled to um struggle with either being at Slimming World or being on eight week damp eight week transformation courses when I don't know if you can hear Rodin chomping on a bone below me.
1: I don't think so.
0: <laughs> um it's really distracting. Um <laughs> yes yeah, so I, I target people who have been let down by like either slimming clubs, fad diets, um, quick yo your dieting and things like that and yeah. I also target which I'm not gonna lie that's predominantly females mm-hmm. um, and I also target people who have trained and trained and trained and trained and done everything they can in, possibly in the gym and then just got to a, st- a point where they're stuck okay. and that's usually males
2: mm-hmm. okay like obviously
0: you've got your outliers and things like that but yeah. they're my in demographics yeah what, so, i know that yourself obviously you've got you've got a, a woman's only gym haven't you so
1: yeah so i only train females um i own a female only gym and yeah it's kind of similar to you really like a lot of them have done the fad diets um kind of yo-yo dieting want to get into lifting weights so a lot of them are kind of beginners in the gym so yeah i kind of specialize in that kind of beginner beginner area i guess um so that's what we were going to mainly talk about today, wasn't it? Like fad diets, um, yo-yo diets, because like we said, it's kind of coming up to that time of year, isn't it? Where, well, it's the 1st of April today. So I feel like people may start booking their summer holiday and in like a month or two, they're like, oh God, I've got to get in shape in that time to get bikini ready, whatever bikini ready means. But yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think... There's two schools of thought from, from me, like and I flip and change between the two of them depending on what client I'm working with. But obviously mm-hmm. like you might have someone that comes to you and be like, Oh yeah, I just wanna I wanna feel comfortable when I put a bikini on.
1: Yeah.
0: Bikini ready. And then you've got some people who are like, All right, I wanna look the best I've ever looked. And that's mm-hmm. also bikini ready. And I think yeah. when it comes to fad diets, it's the people that want that quick fix, isn't it? It's like, that that mm-hmm. right, I wanna lose a stone in a week. Yeah. It's like, brilliant like that's not happening
1: yeah yeah you have to definitely obviously tell them that's not going to happen um but I think it's just the world we live in now isn't it like everything's so instant gratification like Amazon Prime you can order something to be delivered the same day now like let alone the next day um like Netflix like everything's on demand like a lot of movies aren't even in the cinema now you don't have to wait for them to come out they're just instantly on Netflix and I think people kind of expect the same of their health and fitness sometimes now, whereas obviously our bodies aren't made like that, are they, unfortunately? No.
0: so everything too convenient, arguably, haven't we?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We can, literally, I could, I could order a take it be here in 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't great. have
0: to go and forage for it anymore. I don't have to go no. and walk.
1: But our bodies think we have to forage still, which is the problem. Our bodies don't match up with our lifestyles now so
0: yeah yeah I agree it's um it's frustrating because I think when we're obviously we live it day in day out and obviously Mm we 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 have our habits in place where we actually go to the gym because we see the benefit of it yeah sort of adverse to that because they don't see that
1: yeah and obviously in the gym and stuff it does take a while to see results so I think people don't want to be told that do they they want like we said stuff instantly so
0: yeah yeah I think we I think it's like all right good question what's the like if you've got a new client in what's Mm. the the instant win that you can give them what's the one thing that you give them where you're thinking actually this will you'll see benefit within a week maybe two
1: um with their nutrition I think just cutting out like not that you have to cut out any food, I never tell my clients cut out anything, but just getting like good whole food in, because you'll feel so much better once you start nourishing your body and putting, because food is fuel, so like fueling your body correctly, Um, and then training, probably within like a week or two, I think people start to feel like the benefit of it, they start to see those like energy increases, not just um, feeling stronger, but like, increased energy, like, better sleep, like, everything like that, so what would yeah. you say?
0: So, oh, I would say simple habits, so yeah. for me, I like a good morning
2: routine,
0: mm-hmm. Um, like, I've just finished a five-day free trial, and, like, loads of people come off the back of it saying how simple it was, that that's why they feel so much better, because they're now, so, like, in a morning routine, I'd get people to train in a morning routine, Mm-hmm. But I'd give them three exercises to do, and just get them to do like twenty reps of each one once.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: it'll take six minutes.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that's three exercises. That's hardly any time at all.
0: Yeah, but, and yeah. Lo- like loads of people are like, oh, it's like I feel like I've done something. Mm. But I feel like I also feel like I'm ready for the day, and I've still got loads yeah. of energy.
1: Mm, really sets you up for the day.
0: Yeah, morning routines like key key for me.
1: Um, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: like making your bed as well like yeah if you make your bed you're one for one Can't yeah. go wrong.
1: I think people overlook the little things like that don't they but they underestimate how much of a bigger like knock-on effect they can have Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. we always want
0: the big thing though don't we like we don't want we don't want all the little nitty gritty stuff that we have to do on a day-to-day basis we want oh, oh yes yeah, we do want to lose a stone and it's like all right yeah great but, <laughs> like if I get a client who feels better wearing like a certain type of clothes, maybe someone who um, goes to the gym and goes to the gym by herself or by themselves for the first time, like that's a major win. That's a huge W for us.
2: Yeah, mm.
0: I mean, yeah, like that will lead to other stuff. But like, that's a huge win. Like, if someone came up to you and said, "Oh, Leo, I've just um, I've just gone to the gym by myself, thanks to you." Yeah. It's like as a coach, you're like, oh yeah, it's like a yeah, real exactly. nice yeah. <laughs> warm moment in it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, the so, wins are different for everybody, aren't they? Like <laughs> obviously, someone who's been going to the gym for years that wouldn't they wouldn't see that as a win, but someone who's just got the confidence to go to the gym for the first time, obviously, that's a massive thing. So
0: yeah, I think it's something that like me and yourself will always probably overlook is mm-hmm. that we can walk into a gym and be like, I know what I'm doing.
2: Mm. And I
0: think it's hard to put ourselves in other people's shoes because I can't ever remember
1: Mm. going in
0: not knowing what to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but everyone was like that at some point, weren't they? You just have to try and think back and think what it did feel like, which is what I'm trying to do at the minute. Um, I'm doing like a series on, what did I call it? Um, Like things that you're meant to know in the gym, but no one actually ever tells you. So like those really like things we think are really basic, but... Like you wouldn't know unless you've been to the gym before. Like when you first start the gym, you're like, How am I meant to know this? <laughs> Just yeah. some things, like even moving the bench up and down, or say moving yeah. the cable machine up and down.
0: Yeah, I saw some of them on Instagram, and like it's almost like when you pass your driving test, like you've learned how to drive, and yeah, you've passed your theory. Like, I failed my theory twice, I'm not gonna lie. I,
1: um, I um, failed my driving test five times, so
0: I can beat that. That's outrageous. <laughs> but um, I've never
1: got a speeding ticket or anything, so I feel like that's made me quite a good driver. That's my mm-hmm. argument.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna let you have that win because I've had many speeding tickets. So exactly. Um, I never recall like I took took two of my mates to cricket the other day. They called me Lewis at the end of it, Lewis Hammond, because I, dro- I okay. drive. But I don't. I don't think. I do. But it's <laughs> almost like when you pass your driving test, like you now know how to drive, and yeah, we're probably still not very good at it. But, like, when nobody tells you how to undo the petrol cap or lift the bonnet up on every single car. Yeah. Like, I remember the best car I had for about six months I didn't know how to bring the bonnet up.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, I've got a Fiat 500, and anyone who's driven a Fiat 500 will know the petrol cap is just... It's so weird. Like, but once you know how to do it, you're fine. But everyone I know who's tried to do it is like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah so
0: it's like anything though if you don't know how to do yeah, it, exactly,
1: then... yeah mm-hmm. yeah um should we go back onto the topic of fad diets because i feel like we've been yeah, but Could be here, so, one. yeah <laughs> so when people come to you um having done these fad diets like what would you say most common ones are that people people have tried
0: um so most people have either tried i would say I can actually go and look.
2: Mm, okay. I,
0: mean, I, yeah, because I, I kind of try to, I try to, like, see what people are actually doing. Slimming World's obviously the big one. Um yeah. Just because it's, mm-hmm. it's such a mass market out there that and World is, Slimming World and Weight Watchers sort of hold that kind of mass market, mm-hmm. um, low-value high-ticket kind of area.
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And, I find that a lot of people were like, oh yeah, well it worked for me. And then like but well, well, the I the amount on... of
1: people, yeah, who've said to me, I've well, they say I'm gonna go back to Slimming World because it works for me. And it's like that sentence just does not make sense <laughs> if you think about it, because it's like, well, if it worked for you, why are you going back to it? Um
0: So the yeah. most most people most people I work with, or most people that were on my my um five Five day trial mm. was either fasting, cardio, or Slimming World. Okay. Or no carb. Yeah. So obviously, that with with Slimming World, I wouldn't say I would not class Slimming World as a fad diet. No. I would just class Slim and World as not a diet. Like there's nothing for me. There's nothing to do with nutrition. Slimming World. It's just a company.
1: Yeah. Mm. And
0: I go off on one, like, about how they sue everybody that sort of comes onto the market and stuff like that. But I don't <laughs> want to exclude myself. Um, no. <laughs> I would argue Weight Watch is better than Slimming World. If that were the two.
1: I haven't really looked at uh, Weight Watches that much. I don't really know how it differs to Slimming World. Like yeah. well, it's points,
0: not sins, And the points are yeah. actually semi-based semi on calories, whereas a okay. sin is just not based on calories at all. Yeah, I
1: don't understand... There's some sins that I don't understand at all. Like it doesn't. Yeah, what's your
0: biggest sin gripe?
1: Well, I, I love those protein puddings from Aldi and Lidl. Yeah. I have one like every day. They're like, obviously they're a little bit processed, but they're like high protein, only like 150 200 calories, and then I I don't can't remember how many sins they're meant to have, but they're meant to be quite high sin. And it's like, how does that even make sense? <laughs> Do
0: you know why? Yeah. it up. <laughs> Like, I have a theory. Um, I would say that it's because Aldi, Aldi sell them.
1: What as it, and as, as in Slimming World products aren't in Aldi, so they don't want you to go to Aldi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've That's, never thought about it's that
0: cause actually. Yeah. It's because Slimming World is a company. So, did yeah, you hear yeah. about what they did with porky lights?
1: No. What are porky-, porky
0: lights? Porky lights are sausages. Okay. Yeah. So originally. The, it was, this was before Slim and World did their own, own sausages, just an FYI, bear okay. that in mind, listeners. <laughs> and I think they were like a sin. Okay. One, one sausage. Um, mm-hmm. And they were low-fat pork sausages, like three grams of fat per sausage, one sin. And then and okay. World said, all right, well, we're going to up them to four sins. Okay. I think it was four. And... Then they came out and said, oh, we've independently verified that the Porky Lights have, like, seven, maybe eight grams of fat in them. Okay. Alright, so obviously, like, Porky Lights went from huge sales from all these and World wannabes to hardly any sales because, like, nobody can now fit three sausages in.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> diet. So, obviously, Porky Lights were, like, well, that's wrong. So, Porky mm-hmm. Lights basically sued and World for, like, it's shit tonne of money. Okay. Because Slimming World's large.
1: Yeah.
0: Parky like said, oh yeah, just show the results then and they couldn't provide them. So,
1: Okay. Yeah. And that's
0: literally what they do with pretty much everything. Yeah. I've
1: heard, I've seen like the yogurts compared to like the Muller yogurts, I think it is. Like they're literally the same yogurt, pretty much, but the Slimming World ones have like no sins or they're free or whatever you call it. And the Muller ones have have many sins and it's just funny because Yeah. That's probably made in
0: the is.
1: same factory what's that
0: probably made in the same factory
1: yeah exactly yeah <laughs>
0: right, ne- right next to each other yeah so what do you obviously working with females yourself like mm. and slim well-being i would i would argue a more female-based company
1: yeah
0: um, i use that word lightly <laughs> I mean, they, are a co- they are a company but they're definitely not anything to do with nutrition uh mm. what do you see what do you see as as the main um, the main corporate when it comes to the fats and the the diet companies
1: yeah like slimming I see a lot of slimming world a lot of weight watchers um, and just more like these products as well um, there's like the ones that obviously sold in like Holland and Barrett and things like that like the slimming teas slimming coffees um, like fat burners people ask if you know fat burners will help all that kind of thing and
0: Sorry, it- so I so, so. I come to you. I'm like, oh Leah, this, yeah. I've got this fat burner. Like, does it work? What's your reaction? What do you say to them?
1: I say you do not need to be taking those products or spending your hard-earned money on those products. All fat burners are pretty much are caffeine, which is going to give you more energy. So, and some other stuff like I think a lot of them have like green tea in which is again caffeine, and yeah, basically things that are going to give you more energy. So then. You're going to be like moving more um and burning more calories so technically it might make you burn more calories but you could get that from maybe a cup of coffee um or something like that or an energy drink but yeah it's a very expensive way to have a bit more energy I guess
0: <laughs> yeah I mean the when anybody comes up to me and says oh I've got this fat burner what does it work and my response is always if a fat burner worked the NHS would have it
1: yeah yeah because the NHS loves throwing pills at people so
0: well there's that because they do <laughs>
1: yeah
0: but obesity causes costs the NHS um it's a lot. like yeah it's like something something billion yeah mm. I did it when I did it when I applied for my PhD but like I can't remember the actual number but it was like a up there with billions like billions yeah and like a fat burner to them would cost them absolutely nothing
1: yeah yeah and yeah if a fat burner worked then everyone would just take it and there wouldn't be an obesity problem would there so if it was as easy as taking a pill every day yeah. so yeah and
0: obviously you've got the injection now as well haven't we?
1: oh god yeah is that is that on the nhs i heard
0: um i believe it's nhs yeah
1: yeah, is it? I think it suppresses your appetite. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that.
0: <laughs> so, um, Emma, Emma did a great, like, put a real good analogy together, and it's like, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember it, but she wrote a real good analogy about,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: like, if you're... So, basically, if someone gave you a million pounds, so mm-hmm. if someone gave you a million pounds now, Yeah. that is like a huge sum of money to anybody Hmm. but if nobody taught me how to deal with having a million pounds you ask me in six months time how much money i've got left i've probably got nothing because no i've not got the habits in place to deal with having that much money
1: yeah well that is that is true like it's something like 90 percent, or it's really high of um people who win the lottery go bankrupt within like so many years because they don't know how to deal with that money they just spend it all they don't know how to manage it
0: yeah, if someone gave me a million pounds, like in six months' time, I've got less than zero.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 100%. Like, there is no way, because, like, I'm not used to having that much money. So you become frivolous with it. And yeah. that's the same with, it's the same with, like, if I said to you, all right, take this pill, it'll suppress your appetite. Hmm. You will be like, oh, well, well, I need to get my calories in. So because I'm having this pill and my appetite's low, I need to get my calories in. So I'm going to have shit rather than eating healthy food, who, which you know will help you. And a lot of the time,
1: yeah, a lot of the time, the problem isn't people's appetite, like it's not addressing like emotional eating, which is a massive thing, um, and stuff like that. Like, I don't really know how it works unless it makes you feel really sick if you eat a lot or something, so you physically couldn't, but yeah, I don't know, it's just not really the answer, is it? It's not really a long term solution to people's problems. No,
0: it's kind of like, I guess, I guess it's. It is a fad because that injection's been out a while. Like, you can go to... There are some people who you know these people that sell, like, derma fillers and uh, Botox and stuff. There are some people out there selling this injection as well.
1: Oh, really? Oh. Yeah,
0: like, before the NHS... Because it's, it's huge in America, apparently.
1: OK. Mm. But it's,
0: like, it's just an appetite suppressant. But like you said, like, if you're not addressing the habits that have got you into the problem where you think you need this, then yeah. it's not going to work.
1: Yeah. That's the and, trouble with all these companies... As we say, like they are just money-making things, Um, and they're not addressing the actual issues. Like, obviously, everyone's different. Everyone's going to have different reasons why they may be overweight or emotionally eat all that kind of thing. But unless you get to the root cause of it, you're not gonna you're not gonna solve the issue long term, are you?
0: So, you know, like? I've just googled how much pro- how much money Slimming World make. Oh God, I don't want to know. <laughs> 921 million dollars last God, year
1: that's crazy
0: and they care about your health
1: yeah <laughs> uh.
0: all right so obviously like what would you so someone came to you they've been on on fad diets they're they're now doing something else how would you or what would you say to them to promote um, a sort of a long-term healthier lifestyle over this fad diet
1: Well, I'd just say to them, you know, if you keep going back to this diet club, why do you think it's been working for you if you have to keep going back to it? And just say to them, you need to look at it more long term. Um, Obviously, it's not something that you want to necessarily hear, but long term, you're going to it's actually going to kind of save you time. Because if you just spend all your time like yo-yoing in a year, you might be back where you are now or even worse, probably. Whereas if you spend that year building good habits, doing things slowly, then in a year's time, you'll be in a really good place um, with your health and know how to do it like long term and never put that weight back on. So yeah, it's hard to kind of say to people sometimes like, you know, I can't get you where you want to be as quick as you want. But I can promise you that if you trust me and trust the process, you will be where you want to be.
0: I think the I think what we do, there has to be a lot of trust in it. Yeah. It's like, obviously, both of us have invested in AFM. Yeah. And at some point over the last however long we've been coaches for, they've built that trust with us.
2: Yeah. Like, right,
0: yeah, it's online and, and whatnot. But that has to be there for someone to actually be like, all right, yeah, well, I actually trust in you. And mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people sort of see coaches because we get paid by these people. All right, mm-hmm. well, if it takes longer for them then we get paid more and it's like all right I can see where people come from with that
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: I think you'll you'll probably agree with me like we'll probably never ever see the finished product of what we're doing with clients
1: no well I always say to people like my the aim of my coaching is for people to be able to do it by themselves like to not need me anymore so again you have to think of it long term and think because if you say if you're paying for Slimming World every month I don't know how much it is like 10, 20 quid a
0: week, but I think it must have been gone of
1: Yeah. Say over like five, ten years, how much that adds up to. Whereas if you just do my coaching for like six, twelve months, however long, obviously that's a higher investment over the twelve months. But over the like, like I say, like five, ten years, the rest of your life it's so much cheaper, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. And you've got to think like if you're, if you bring on a professional on board, Hmm. and you say all right well i've got i want you to do this this and this and this all right it's going to cost you this over 12 months hmm. i guarantee you most of that cost will come back in just not eating and not buying the crap that they buy anyway
1: well yeah exactly think how much a takeaway is nowadays so expensive like a domino's is like 20 30 quid <laughs> for a pizza so yeah and like
0: and all right because i did this in the other week i bought two pizzas in the other week Mm. Purely because, like, I needed it to get delivered, and one pizza didn't meet the required amount. So I was like, well, okay. "I'm just going to battle them." Okay. So I, like, I could have easily gone to the shop.
2: Hmm.
0: Hey, I'm gonna drive home easily. Hmm. Right. I I just played cricket, and I was quite lazy. But <laughs> I just bought, bought two pizzas, so it got delivered.
1: Yeah. Mm. So
0: I could have saved myself half the amount I paid, plus about. 1500 calories yeah (laughs) not having a second pizza
1: yeah Uh, yeah they just encourage you to get more don't they which uh, yeah yeah. and it's
0: always like it's always just slightly above what you want so if I want pizza and chips and that can do that on purpose don't they
1: yeah
0: (laughs) ridiculous so do you obviously we mentioned like the habits and and sort of the physical and, and um sort of financial and that can come mm. with these fad diets like yeah i did it like if you do an eight-week hair life transformation it costs you 500 quid and which all you're getting into the expensive mm. toilet trips <laughs>
2: yeah
0: like what do you th- what do you see as sort of the physical and the mental um negatives that come with like fad diets
1: well physical um People, like, they underestimate how what a long-term effect like yo-yo dieting can have. Like, your body, if you're, say, doing, like, Herbalife, which I think is quite low-calorie shakes and stuff, your body, at the end of that six, eight weeks, if you do manage to live off shakes or whatever it is for that long, your body's going to be crying out for food um, because you're not fueling it properly. Um, So you might get into, like, a binge-restrict cycle, Like, you'll probably end up, like, binging and then thinking, oh, God, what have I done, like, and then trying to restrict. So, obviously, that's not good for your physical or mental health. Um, Mentally, it might, because obviously slimming world, it labels foods as sins. So, you might get into this. I find what's really common is a mentality of good and bad food and being, like, scared of certain food. Um, Do you find those things as well with your clients?
0: oh yeah like the amount of clients i have to tell that like just because they have something that is like a little bit higher calorie it's not a treat mm. like oh i'm having a treat tonight oh well, what are you, having? Like, are you going to a spa <laughs> um, are you going out like mm-hmm. oh no I'm, like i'm having a pizza and it's like well it's not a treat it's just food yeah it's, yeah it's because we're exposed to it from such a young age like mm like i went through i went through what all my younger years with my with my mum dieting and yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: there's no wonder i do the job i do at the end of the day yeah. <laughs> um and i think there'll be a lot of people especially at like my age
2: mm.
0: who have probably seen seen the same from people that love
2: yeah mm-hmm.
0: so it, like it does have that mental mental impact on you because yeah. you're like well if my mum's done that and not succeeded, like, mm-hmm. what's in it for me? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like, I remember. Go- I remember like my mum dropping me off at like when I used to play rugby, she used to drop me off and then go do an hour's cardio, then pick me up and then like go to Slim and World Weight Watchers. Okay. I remember like okay. Slim, Slim Fast always being in the house. Yeah. Uh, all those kind of stuff. I mean, Slim Fast you- like, delightful. Don't get me wrong, very tasty. But- <laughs> I've <nutrition> never tried not <laughs> it? it like, and I only know that they tasty because I used to have, like, I used to sneak them when Mum weren't looking. Because it, stra- <laughs> it was a strawberry milkshake, it was mint.
1: Like, where's all my products going?
0: <laughs> and like, you think how expensive like to... they are now. What's that? You think how expensive they are now as well.
1: Oh, God, yeah, they're tiny. Like, the bars, I've seen them in the supermarket, they're literally one or two bites. And, yeah, they would not fill you up. No wonder you'd lose weight. Um... Two
0: you.
1: <laughs> What's that, sorry?
0: might be two bites to you, not, not to me.
1: But yeah one half a bite <laughs> yeah um, luckily i never had that with my mum um but yeah I can see how that would definitely affect your mindset towards food and stuff growing up um and I think that a lot of people have that with their parents um and I think it affects them more than they think
0: yeah yeah and I think it only really becomes apparent when we start talking about it and being open about it mm-hmm. So I'm seeing yeah. other people, other people, like struggle, like, mm. and a lot of people probably look at us and think, "Ah, oh, you've probably never struggled with with food. You don't know, you don't know how we're feeling." Like, and mm. obviously, like yourself, you've dieted in the past.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've done all the fad diets. Like, I've never actually done Slimming World. To be fair, I don't yeah, know why. Shit. So that's fair. Mm.
0: <laughs> um, i did I
1: remember when this wasn't even that long ago i want to say it was like 2015 i when i first started the gym i bought that booty oh yeah. shame yeah. to say <laughs> um that tea that's i don't even know what i thought it was gonna do um
0: you look back and you're thinking how can i be so gullible and you're like, I know, when, like crazy. Oh, I am, i'm gonna get shredded
1: yeah <laughs> but you just you just kind of hope that it's gonna do something don't you you just Obviously I knew I was going to the gym and like looking after my food and stuff as well, even though I r re- didn't really know what I was doing. But you just kind of hope that it's gonna work, I guess. And Yeah.
0: I think I think the reason that most people sort of turn to these things is because one, they're advertised everywhere and it's very easy to come across them and, and sort of buy into it. But yeah. I think a lot of people sort of see it as the only way out. A lot of people get in their yeah. own like whether it's getting in their own heads or sort of that whole feeling of, all right, well, I just feel like I'm a lost cause or I feel like, I feel like the only, the only way I'm ever going to do this is because of this product. Yeah. And it's, it comes from one, a lack of, a lack of um, knowledge and education. through are no, mm. fault are yeah. no, their own, no, no. Um, no. But more so social medias or the ability for social media to just get shit like Slimming World and Hair Life and stuff like that out there to them. And, mm sort of the need for them or the want of them to change
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah these companies prey on people wanting to change but not knowing how yeah pretty much exactly So, yeah so there's a yeah. reason
0: that me and you have never done Slim world is because we're not their demographic no i've, right. I've never been advertised to by and world probably because on facebook my job is personal trainer or coach or whatever it is
1: yeah, but even when I was younger and before I was a coach and stuff, I never, I can't even remember like really seeing it and stuff. But I think it's, there are people my age that do it, but I think it is generally more your, I don't know, generalizing here, but middle aged women like plus. But there are people my age that do it, but there'll be more people who say go with their mum or there'll be people whose mum has got them into it. So going back to how your parents influence, I think generally people my age who do it or younger. Say so in their twenties are people who've seen their parents do it. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, and yeah. I think, I think the whole fad things it it comes it's something different as well, and mm-hmm. it's almost like because they're the minority, like everybody else is doing this, but I'm going to do that because then I'm the minority. They've got something about them they identify mm-hmm. as someone who does this rather than who does the the norm. They're no longer yeah. people, as some people might say through the whole <laughs> couple of times, and yeah. it comes mm-hmm. like a fad. Even though it's a fad to everybody else, they go because it is a fad.
1: Yeah. True.
0: Um, I think that's that's kind of, kind of up there. Like I mm. haven't recently done any fad. I remember I remember like what 2012, 2013, like um, yeah, me and my brother started selling supplements, like on essentially just a pyramid scheme. I thought it was fucking brilliant, like it was mint.
1: Okay. <laughs> all
0: the products were gonna work for you. Mm. And I had no idea.
1: Like, yeah, I had
0: absolutely no, no clue whatsoever.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Well, that these companies as well they prey on, I guess, personal trainers and maybe coaches who are new. Because no, when you when you did that, were you like a coach? Yeah. No, no, not? I was. I was. Oh, okay.
0: It was before. It was before I PT, before PT and stuff. And like, okay. I was quite. So, yeah. lucky, I was quite lucky when I be, when I actually became a coach that. Like I was surrounded by people who
1: Yeah.
0: I could so actually I learn like, off.
1: Yeah. I feel like they maybe prey on people who are just getting into like fitness, yeah. who aren't maybe a coach yet or um yeah, maybe thinking about becoming a coach, but they're not educated yet. So they kind know, of
0: like I know this
1: like
0: life around here is big because
2: uh, okay. a of the
0: a lot of the rugby players that retire, they start selling mm-hmm. and because right, they okay. have a lot of influence because they're a rugby player. Even though they never mm. used it whilst the would be, that they sell it. Like there's yeah. a there's a full I'm gonna I'm gonna give quotation marks nutrition based center, if I can mm. call it that. I've never actually been to so I don't know. Um, okay. not far from me that is basically just Herbalife.
1: Okay. See, I'd say Herbalife isn't very big around here. Um it's weird, it's funny how different areas have different but then I guess it's a snowball thing, isn't it? So if one person starts talking about it in your the area, then their friends joined and all that. So, yeah. I can't,
0: wa- I can't wait to start getting all these cookies from Slimming World and Herbalife now. I mean, spoken <laughs> Yeah. <way>. Um, yeah. So <laughs> uh, talk to me about how, like, we know this, but how how do fads essentially make it, make everything a lot more difficult and a lot longer?
1: Well, like I said before, they they get people into this maybe yo-yo cycle and they want you to depend on them don't they so they because that's how they make the money so if you're not going back to them they're not making any money yeah um so what was the question again okay so yeah if you're stuck in this yo-yo cycle then you're never gonna actually kind of get to where you want to be and stay there you're just gonna be Losing weight, gaining it again, blah, blah, blah. Whereas, say, like I said, in about a year's time, you could either keep yo-yoing every few months or in a year's time, you could have lost the weight. It's taken you longer, but you could be in a good place and then just maintain that forever. Yeah. So in a year, five years, 10 years, do you want to still be yo-yoing and feeling frustrated or do you actually want to be in a good place and just able to enjoy life, enjoy a bit of pizza and a beer on a Saturday after cricket, or, oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I think with with that, it's, it's sort of the potters and hair kind of analogy in it, really. It's like yeah. you, can, you mm. can print there in eight weeks and, yeah, you can try and lose how X amount of pounds or kilos or whatever. Yeah. But in eight weeks, realistically, how much you're actually going to learn and how much you're actually going to sort of take in and allow your body to adapt to. Mm-hmm like we know that like habits can be formed within days but the habits that last last a lifetime don't come in eight weeks
1: no no exactly
0: and like obviously if someone's bought I don't know bought eight weeks off someone and then they immediately stop after eight weeks like Mm. they lose that accountability they lose that touch with with someone that can educate them they lose Mm -hmm. lose that, that contact with them and it's like oh it's brilliant and then all that weight that they've lost in that eight weeks just comes yeah. back because they've got no accountability to anybody but themselves.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Like my group coaching, like I do, I do do eight weeks, but I make it very clear that it's not a, uh, how much weight can you lose in eight weeks and then no more contact at all. Like people can stay on for another eight weeks or however long they want. And it's more of a, to set you up for like long-term success, like building those healthy habits yeah. um, to go and do it yourself.
0: Yeah, I think think that's that resonates between us both with what we're trying to achieve. Is like
1: Mm -hmm. I want
0: to help as many people as I possibly can, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: not for financial gain. I mean, yeah, I need to pay my mortgage, but like it's not a case of I want a millionaire or anything like that. It's more a case of actually like seeing people do well and thrive with knowledge that I've given them. Like it's a nice warm feeling when you get someone who sees their success and they're like, "Thanks, Paul." Yeah, like I couldn't do it without you. It's like
1: I think people don't see that because, um, like you said before, like people just think we want to keep people coaching with us for as long as possible for financial gain. But if anyone wanted to be a millionaire, they would not become a PT. (laughs) Whereas these companies like Slimming World and stuff, like you said, they make however many billion. They are just trying to make money, so and they don't have your best interests at heart. So, whereas. Yeah, we do. I like to well, most co- some coaches don't, unfortunately, but I like to think most do, but and we do. So Yeah.
0: I think I think when when people are looking at coaching and looking at people to hire, they need to sort of do the due diligence. Yeah. Can't really say that word. Due diligence. <laughs> um, yeah. And sort of follow that person. Like look at what they what they're putting out. Mm. Is it all just about how people look or is it about people how they feel? Like Yeah. I had a uh, like I've, I've, one of the best things that I've ever had as a coach is I had one client when they first started, they told me that they wanted to look look somewhat good in a bikini. Okay, it's one of those lines. And after about four months,
1: mm. she,
0: she came to me and she said, "I've decided that I don't want to be skinny anymore. Yeah, I just want to be strong."
1: Yeah, see, that's I'd love for a client to say that to me. I love that when clients switch that mindset.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't that she didn't want to just get strong and eat loads of food by any stretch mm. of imagination, but she, she came to terms with the fact that strength training had such a huge factor on how we feel and how we look mm. rather than, oh, yeah, I'm just going to starve and look like a sack yeah. of bones.
1: Yeah, as well with these diets and stuff, people well, hopefully realize that they don't make you feel good. Obviously a lot of people start them for aesthetic reasons, but then once you, once people find like, you know, lifting weights, feeling strong, like fueling your body, they realize that it's not all about just weight and like being as skinny as possible. Whereas like Slimming World and these other diets, they literally focus on like scale weight and you're not going to feel good. If you're not eating enough, you're not fueling your body.
0: Yeah. so I, I mean, you think about how many people come to yourself or or me and you look at like a food diary or you look at the My mm-hmm. Pal. they tell you that they've been eating a 1, thousand twelve hundred calories, and you're like, all right, well, your main issue is because you're aiming for those calories. Like if you're aiming yeah. for calories and you're you're not five foot one and fifty five kilos with a mm-hmm. job, the chances are you're aiming too low. Mm-hmm. Yeah and mm-hmm. i remember um, yeah. when i
1: first started using my fitness pal um because it puts a lot of people on 1200 doesn't it yeah. um because i think it's when you first set it up it asks you how much you want to lose a week and i think the top is two and a half pounds a week or something
2: yeah
1: but um, obviously people are going to choose the largest amount <laughs> aren't they to lose a week um so i think that's the lowest amount it will put you on is 1200 um so yes yeah, so i don't a lot of women especially think this that's like that magic number of one thousand two hundred. If they eat that, then they'll they'll lose weight.
0: Yeah. I think um like with my fitness pal, I had a client message, like sort of screenshot. So obviously as you lose weight, like you put your goal in, don't mm-hmm. you? Like put your fix yeah. like, amount of kilos or whatever. You put your mm-hmm. goal in, like as you track your weight, it'll tell you how much of your goal you've hit. And
1: Okay. Yesterday.
0: Yes. yesterday? I think either mm-hmm. yesterday I did for one of my clients, Sonia, messaged me and she did 100% of her goal mm. which is the first time I've ever seen that in my life
1: oh yeah I saw that on your story actually yeah
0: but I said to her like what's next then and she was like oh we're not done we'll just move the goalposts. and I think mm. a lot of people be like oh yeah I want to lose a stone." and it's like alright go and lose that stone. still feel shit still not train. still look how you look now just a little bit leaner and yeah. tell me that you want to lose a stone. And yeah, that, that's why people go into the fad diets because. And I don't know if you notice this, but a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, oh yeah, I want to lose a stone, I want to lose two stone.
1: Yeah. and then
0: you ask them why they want to lose this, they cannot give you a valid reason.
1: No, they don't
0: understand, or they, mm-hmm. don't, they don't. They just see that as a number, and it's it's almost yeah. like the mentality of, all right, well everybody else says they want to lose a stone, so that's how I'm going to portray it to myself. Yeah.
1: And they think they'll be happy when they when they lose a stone, when in reality they'll lose a stone and then um, it will be really underwhelming. And they'll think, "Oh, I just feel the same as before, just a bit more less energy." And yeah.
0: <laughs> and so I was I was talking to one of my clients because like I've competed in the past, I've done photo shoots and things like that. And like when I diet that low, like I mm-hmm. can tell, I can tell everybody that the, when I'm the leanest, I am. Yeah. I am arguably the most unhealthy that I will be, arguably the unhappiest. Yeah,
1: yeah I have especially that like, as well. Like...
0: dieting for a competition or a photo shoot or things like that, when mm. the, you, you eat in something like a pizza or a bag or something like that, has uh, an impact on what you're trying to achieve. You have yeah. these negative connotations to these these foods that are highly palatable, high in calories, but afterwards I always feel like you have that negative connotation to how lean how lean you are. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, I don't, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to be, like, competition lean again. How no, would I? Like, I never I, really got there in the first place. Yeah. But...
1: Mm, yeah, I'm the same. I did a bikini competition in 2019. And I look back now, and I think I would not want to look like that now. Like, I look like a lollipop, like a stick with a head. Um, and as well, like, I felt terrible. Like, I remember in my job at the time, you had to go upstairs to go to the toilet and I literally had so little energy I didn't want to get up from my chair to go to the toilet and it's like that's no way to live is it like yeah
0: did you did you lose your menstrual cycle
1: yeah not for very long only like a month or two so but I know a lot lot of girls lose it for quite a while um
0: yeah when I start dieting if I diet hard like my my sex drive and my like my Mm. testosterone levels just drop so quickly
1: yeah exactly so people just think it's about being as skinny as possible like losing weight but in reality once you actually get there you realize it's not where you want to be um
0: sorry when you obviously said you look like a lollipop which is hilarious yeah did you when you first started dieting and you got to that level of leanness that you got did you expect muscle mass than you did
1: yeah 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 you don't realize
2: Oh, I
0: you not think i got much at all.
1: No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think one, because I've been like both ends of the scale, I don't know if you've ever been overweight as well, but I've been a bit overweight and unhealthy. I've been the other end where I'm too underweight. So I can kind of give people like both perspectives, I guess, Um, and like vouch that the middle ground and just being healthy is 100% the best place to be.
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I've ever been. I personally, I wouldn't say I've ever been overweight. However, no. If you ask anybody I went to school with, they would vouch the opposite. Um, with, okay. With the comments that they made, I wouldn't say I was. I was ever like overweight. Like I was a chubby kid, then I hit puberty and, and leaned out a little bit. Um,
1: yeah, I think. In between, it was horrible, though.
0: in between, like photo shoots and stuff, like, I think the most. I was ever ever I was like twenty kilos heavier than I am now. Okay. So I've got to like one hundred and three yeah. hundred kilos. So
1: yeah, I, I have been. Your weight saturated then, so you yeah. Oh uh, yeah.
0: Like I've, I've been anywhere. I think I competed at eighty three. Okay. Um, and I'm eighty five mm. now, and the most I got okay. one hundred and three. So I have been overweight. I would say definitely, but mm. I would was more of a controlled. Overweight, slash, yeah. Post competition eating disorder, overweight. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, personally, I still battle with disorder in relationship with food. Like I still, yeah. I still battle with that after my competitions, and that's why, like, I, I used to turn people to compete, and I won't do it anymore because I just don't agree with it.
1: No, no, I don't anymore. Like I really suffered because my relationship with food wasn't great before I competed um but when i finished competing it was 10 times worse like i went through a lot of binge eating and i put quite a lot of weight on in like a short space of time and looking back now like i wouldn't do it again and i wouldn't um train anyone to compete cuz it's just so unhealthy for
0: you isn't it oh. um yes there are there are ways to make it healthier and i like i'm mm-hmm. not I'm not gonna bash on anybody who wants to compete. No, no, because and because that's that's complete up to them whether I agree with it or not. Like, but yeah, mm. here's the question that I would ask you: mm. Do you mm. think that competing, especially for people like yourself and people like mm. me, is a fad?
1: I think it is in a way. Actually, that's a good question because. <laughs>
0: Go on, you explain. It, I
1: I think, well, I think it is because well, I don't know if it's a fad, it's more of a trend, I'd say. Because I, I kind of saw like all the girls on Instagram doing it and thought, no, I'd love to look like that, I'd love to do that. So, lo- looking back, if it wasn't a thing on Instagram, I probably wouldn't have done it. So,
0: yeah, like because
1: yeah. I know some people say, even if they didn't. Even if Instagram wasn't a thing, even if no one could see that they've actually competed, they'd still do it. So why yeah. what about you? Do you think it's a fad or
0: um well I'm I'm I mean I've just googled the difference between a fad and a trend and the only difference is the time frame that mm-hmm. they left over. But um
1: okay.
0: I would I would <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I think fad trend, whatever you want to call it, I think a lot of people <laughs> that either become PTs think that they need to look good on social, so then would all right, sweet, if I compete, then I'll get shredded and I'll get lean yeah, exactly. pictures and then people will see that on my Instagram that I'm absolutely shredded. So therefore people pay me, which one, mm, yeah. to only causes you to hate yourself. And yeah. I think a lot of females who have suffered with disordered eating, either from a overweight perspective where they've had binge eating disorders or things like that. And mm. people... Who have suffered with either bulimia or anorexia nervosa and things like that are also very, very um, easily influenced into doing things, things like, um, like it in the same way yeah. that you, because they see it on socials and on the socials you only ever see the good sad. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and nobody, nobody will be like, oh, sweet. I mean, it's a lot more common now. And like mm-hmm. I can't follow a lot more people who have who have competed and then they've suffered and then now their story and, and their their paradigm is the fact that they'll be like, all right, well I suffered with this and I still suffer with this and this is how I get over it, yada yada yada.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: when you're in that, you you follow a certain group dirty, you follow the people
2: that
0: eat yeah. and win and it's so brilliant and you're like, Oh, I could do that, that's amazing. And yeah. people follow people, other people who have dieted and they'll be like, Oh, sweet, I can do what they're doing. And it becomes yeah. this. Trendy fad that you kind of, I would say, you kind of get into that circle a lot like Slim and Well, where you get into that circle where you're surrounded by it so much that it just becomes, all right, there's nothing else. Yeah. I remember Mm -hmm. when I competed that, like, obviously you restrict so much, and I was like, I was almost resenting people because they could have, they could literally, they had an option to order something that I'd want. So they could go to, yeah. a restaurant. they could go and have a burger if they wanted. They could go to a restaurant and order anything they want. And because mm. I was drinking so much that I couldn't do that, it was almost yeah. like, well. I'm going to resent that person because of it.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Alongside and... all the other all the other negatives that it came with, like
2: mm.
0: not being able to like get an erection and like mm. all, like you training just suffering so much. I think that yes. was that was the point where I'm just thinking, fucking, I'm not doing this again
1: yeah (laughs) and going back to because you you mentioned doing it because you know you think people take you more seriously on Instagram and stuff I think sometimes it can maybe send clients the other way like if I've heard from a lot of women that if they see a trainer who's got a six-pack they'll almost be put off by that because they think oh I'll never look like that and they might think that that trainer doesn't resonate with them at all yeah, they think oh she's always had a six pack it's just easy for her she won't she'll probably think I'm like a fat slob or something um <laughs> I don't know but yeah I think it always almost like puts them off so I think
0: yeah I, you know... I, I, I definitely agree I think I think my like over the last six months I've shared a lot less of me in condition yeah mm-hmm. on socials yeah. because it's not the people I'm marketing to no. And, like, we all know that I don't look like that all, all year round. No.
1: All
0: right, no. I might I might be in shape. I might look mm. okay, and I might be athletic. But my my whole idea of training is because I want to be good at cricket. Yeah. And I don't... Yeah. I, like, I'm a nutritionist at the end of the day. Like, it'd be stupid if I was eating shit all, all day, every day.
1: Mm-hmm yeah and my like my social media like I used to put all the pictures of you know me with abs and whatever on my socials but now I just like to gear my social media towards just helping my clients and making it about them rather than what I look like yeah
0: it's almost ego posting isn't it it's like oh yes we look how many likes I can get because I'm shredded and it's like yeah (laughs) yeah, helped nobody but got 400 likes
1: yeah it's just that validation isn't it I guess
0: and I guess that's I mean, that, that almost resonates as a fad for us, doesn't it? Like, mm. Because, like, our, our aim is to 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 get more people to view us so we can help more people, and it's a mm. fad to just... Cause it's the easy way out. Like, I know that if I put yeah. a picture of me with my abs out, I'd get more likes, more interactions, more Yeah, comments.
1: that's the thing, because doesn't it... I think Instagram pushes it more, doesn't it? Like, if you post a half-naked picture, I feel like I've heard that it, pu- it pushes it more, or... I don't know. But, um... Yeah, it's just that instant kind of gratification, but it's not actually going to get us anywhere.
0: Exactly. And almost like these fad diets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh,
0: um, I so think we've covered everything.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So if I just wanted to ask if someone came to you and said, you know, how do I look out for these fad diets? Like, what do I know? What is true? What's not? What would you say?
0: Um, firstly, I'd say if it sounds, if it sounds too good to be true, it's usually the case. I love,
1: yeah, I love that saying.
0: (laughs) Because like if someone's, if some, if, so the red flags, I would always say with people selling you stuff, who are selling you shit, are the people that say to you, all right, I can make you lose X amount in X amount. Mm. So if someone says, I can make you lose a stone in two weeks, all right, bullshit, one, and two, Mm. the selling tier. And like as as coaches, obviously we do still have to sell ourselves. We do have to sell packages to people, and I get that.
2: But mm, yeah,
0: there's a level of integrity behind that. Basically, if it's too good to be true, it usually is. And if someone's putting yeah. numbers on it, like oh, you can use, lose X amount, because if I if I say oh, like if I put an ad out saying you can lose a stone in four weeks, and I target that at everybody. I've got a five foot former gymnast who has body dysmorphia and is a little bit out of shape post-injury who is going to need to, if they want to lose a stone, they're going to have to lose like a sixth of their body weight.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Someone who's just come out of the and world or someone who's uh, been overweight for a while um, and just wants to get moving a little bit and lose a little bit of weight. They're gonna to have two completely different reactions because if someone's six mm-hmm. like stone best is twenty stone, like a stone in four weeks for someone who's twenty stone is like pretty realistic.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas six stone, like you don't even want to be weighing them really. No. <laughs> do you know what I mean so? Exactly. Me it's all about those little red flags that you probably see. I'm like, all right, well, at least question it. At least be yeah. like, yeah, but what if I, what if I don't want to lose a stone?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: and they're they're like the red flags that you want to be looking for especially like I'd like to think that people follow people because they like them and Mm. the people that they follow would have integrity and but yeah me seeing rainbows and
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I think people just I'd say to people just be aware of who it is that's posting it so like we said like Slimming World and stuff they are a company so if it's a company posting these things you just have to keep bear in mind that they're just trying to make money it's a yeah. business um and also if it is a coach you know promising lose a stone in two weeks just kind of dive a bit deeper into their social media kind of have a look at their style of coaching um what they kind of promise like maybe even their background and stuff and see if they do come across as actually kind of caring about their clients or do they just care about a four-week transformation that's going to make them look really good on social media but not actually their clients like long-term health
0: yeah and just qualifications as well
1: yeah yeah
0: if someone's like I know someone around my area I'm not going to name names (laughs) but he will give it. Sorry, there we'll give we'll give out the same plan to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I've got email,
1: like that around near me as well.
0: On an email that will have a list of foods that you can eat, and it'll have zero carb sources on there, apart mm. from quinoa, Gwin-Wire, because quinoa is just special when it's, mm. it's like shit.
2: <laughs>
0: and everybody, like literally, I don't actually think. Or the last time I checked, which was quite a number of years ago, and. I will hold my hands up if I'm wrong. I genuinely don't think he's a qualified level three. No. Whether he's got other qualifications is completely, like, it's completely irrelevant when they're giving information out that's so shit. Yeah. But But
1: if someone is qualified, like, if you want to work with someone, literally just say, what qualifications do you have? And if they've got them, they'll be happy to tell you. Yeah. Like, show you their certificate or whatever. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, mine are on the floor, don't you?
1: I don't actually know where mine are. Somewhere.
0: (laughs) I haven't put them on the wall since I've moved, so I'm just oh. like <laughs> lied in a pile somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like the people who, who genuinely care will usually post mm. about it. Like,
2: well, yeah.
0: start with, a, be like, oh, I remember when I was at university and I learned this. Mm. Or oh, when I was doing X degree or X course, we learned about mm. this. This is how yeah. you could use it. Mm. And like, yeah. if you if you are going to hire a coach, just take the time, like you're in no rush. Yeah. Like, all right, yeah. You might want to look better for summer, and you might want to look better for bikini season in six weeks. Mm-hmm. But then the day, it's not gonna. You can look back on it and be like, all right, well, at least in twelve months' time, I've picked the right coach for me, and I've learned yeah, the things, you. and I've made the progress that I want to make. So next yeah, when I go in and on a bit on the beach for- with a bikini on. Mm. i'm gonna feel good rather than yeah perceive myself to look good
1: Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so yeah just focus on how you're gonna feel rather than how you're gonna look as well yeah absolutely think about how those fat burners and skinny tea that's gonna make you go to the toilet every 10 minutes is gonna make you feel
0: (laughs) yeah i mean like i said this when the injection came out it's like how many people would probably run to the injection and have birth and stuff but wouldn't get Mm -hmm. the COVID vaccine. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah that's funny
0: like no political yeah. no political mm. sides either way but mm. there's a lot of people who wouldn't get the covid vaccine would be happily get this fat loss injection
1: yeah mm. Mm. i'm not gonna get into that because <laughs> i feel like i could talk for ages about that
0: <laughs> yeah um it is, it is what isn't it so um,
1: yeah okay i feel like we've rambled enough about fad diets but we've had a good chat
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, hopefully
1: people I, take a lot from it.
0: I don't think we're going to get sued by anybody, which is good.
1: Well, hopefully not. Fingers so, crossed.
0: That's better than both <laughs> of the podcasts.
1: <laughs> cool. Right. Thanks for a good chat. Awesome. Um, if people want to follow you, where can they find you?
0: Um, Instagram at Paul and has got has got NP. Um cool. Facebook. Yeah, just type Paul Ellis in and E Five Fitness. Yadda yeah. yadda. Yeah. What about yourself?
1: Uh, mine. My Instagram is at Lee Christina Fit, and my website is Live Well with Lee. If people want to find me,
0: I have a website, but it's just defitness. Um, just <laughs> that in there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which probably needs updating. I'm not gonna lie.
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> ah, well.